We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Postgame show. My man, free bread reminds you the best things in life are free. Stay up to date with everything at free bread on, in, on Instagram at free bread INTL. You know what? We should probably bet more money on games because this went exactly like I thought it would. You know what, Andy Lou? 127, 120, Warriors blow the Lakers out, little tight to start. LeBron hitting a lot of tough shots mm-hmm. to start the game, but you mm-hmm. couldn't be mad at the way they started the game on pay. You know, like the process was good. Yes. But as they, but as they get into the game, the separation starts coming mm-hmm. third quarter avalanche hits the avalanche really hit kind of in the late second. Correct. And then it, it carried into the third. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you knew Bron wasn't going to see the floor in the fourth quarter. You know, AD was barely going to see the floor. They're pl- they were content, happy to go for Game Three. Yep, uh, that was right. As as any Warriors fan that has watched this team for ten years or just basketball kind of knew what was coming. Right? I, I thought you're. I think you're right. The 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 best part of this was the Warriors came out with the right process. Um, if they had lost this game, it would have probably taken LeBron scoring sixty points, um, kind of like what Steph did in Game Seven. And if that happens, that happens. You chalk it up to. The guy just being the greatest player of all time, but he's not that guy. Um, he's not that guy. He's he's not that guy because he's not that good anymore. He's old, all that stuff, right? But he had a hell of a first quarter. So uh, that's, I think you can argue maybe what the Warriors should have done game one, but you know how it is. They take till game two. They make the right adjustments. Every single time up the court, Steph had the ball and Draymond Green played well and Steve Kerr put on a masterclass. Is this I mean, Steve Kerr masterclass? What, walk me through what you thought. When you got that text notification, five five thirty eight p.m., maybe five forty four. I, I don't really know. I'm just you know a little before tip off around six. Let's be real. Tip off yeah. at six fifteen. Six. Um, Jamichael Green starting for Looney, who was sick. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I like that quote because I don't think he was. Uh, first thought in my head was, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> Right, because I thought maybe it's Jordan Poole, maybe it's like a Dante, maybe it's a GP2. I was like, oh my goodness, we're, we're getting Jermichael Green. Then my second thought was angry, right? I'm even angry now. I'm like, well, this is why you got to get Otto Porter back. 
Otto Porter, that was the guy that the Warriors started, stretch four, can make a shot, can defend, can make a pass. Like, that's the guy that you would go to as the four. It made a lot of sense when the Warriors went to him last year. And then the third reaction to me was, well, damn, maybe Steve Kerr's cooking. Dude, maybe he's cooking. Maybe this will work. Jermichael Green is not good at much, but he's good at one thing, making threes. Like, he is really good at making threes. So Pick and pop. That's, I mean, and that's all he did tonight. And that, that shot is money. It actually, it, that shot is absolutely money. You know what's funny is he could not hit it for the first month and a half of the season. And I, I remember being like, man, did they sign a lemon? Can he not shoot? You know, like, is it just because he didn't shoot well in Denver last year? And the optimist take was, yeah, he had a little hand issue. Maybe, uh, you know, get him back. That guy's been a consistent uh, shooting threat for a, for a forward. And then the pessimist take when he saw he couldn't hit a shot for the first, like, I don't know, two months of the season was, hey, it might be washed, might, you know, might be washed. But like you said, it came around and he got his number called on in the biggest series of the season. Hitting it. I saw I saw him miss the first couple, and I was like, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure he's nervous. I, I don't mm. think he's ever played a game this big in his life. It certainly doesn't feel like just a second-round matchup, right, between the Warriors and Lakers. But the shots that the Warriors were getting in the first quarter, I mean, dude, <laughs> compared to what happened Tuesday night, I mean, it was a joke out there tonight, the shots at the war. Everything was wide open. As long as they just kept the ball in his hands, sent Draymond up for a pick-and-roll, Sent Clay, sent Looney for a pick and roll. Everything was wide open, dude. The only thing that the, the Lakers could do was just flop. Like D'Lo just run into a guy and just fall down. Shooter, run into a guy and fall down. Austin Reeves, like same thing. It's the only thing that they could do. Um, and as long as the Warriors can make threes, I saw they shot. I mean, how many threes they make tonight? Almost 20 threes. Again. 21. 20, again. So they made the same amount of threes. You, you have to ask yourself if you're the Lakers, like, is that unsustainable? But you look at the shot quality of those threes that the Warriors are taking. I don't – it's – yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on it too. If they're going to get those shots, this is sustainable. Um, the Lakers' defensive strategy is clearly like, we're going to own the paint and dare you to shoot jumpers. Uh, and, and to their credit, like, Anthony Davis is as good at – owning the paint and protecting the rim as anyone is in the NBA, right? And in game one, I felt like it was annoying how much they were just living by outside jumpers, right? But the way they're playing defense, I don't know that this is going to change. They don't have great perimeter defenders. They have guys that they can be a little more aggressive with because they got AD and Braun as behind them. Um, And I think the big adjustment here, and we didn't really talk about it from this angle yet, was – if you put an extra shooter on the floor and what the Warriors did defensively by throwing some zone and junking it up a little bit, the Lakers can't play Vanderbilt, LeBron, AD at the same time if the Warriors are going to pack the paint on defense. So it forces the Lakers to choose. Obviously, they're not going to take LeBron or AD off the court. So you got to use a little less Vanderbilt. Also, they have to cover more space. Vanderbilt's their only guy who can probably guard on an island, right? Um, and, and the more you take him off the court or just get him out of the action, the more it's like, yeah, Austin Reeves can't guard clay. Sorry. You know, D'Angelo Russell can't guard anyone. Yeah. You know? Like keep going down the list. Like these aren't dudes who now, now Anthony Davis, if he switches and does stuff like he can, but they're not doing that to date. Yeah. I, I, so that goes back, I think to 
it, it really comes down to AD. That's what it's. That's what this series feels like to me, both on both on both sides of the court. Because if AD isn't what we saw in Game One, yeah, there is a good shot that the Warriors run away with every game. Now you can tell me maybe LeBron magically looks like 2018 again. Fine, right? Fine. I mean, I mean he, he did for a quarter and a half there, quarter, and then what? Right, and then what? And now part of it is I think like they were blowing him out. He sits the fourth, whatever. But and now and now the games are fast. And and did you see the pace that the Warriors were playing at? I, I know yeah. that they tried to play at pace too on Tuesday night, but they played at a much better controlled pace, right? They play at one a, big, yeah, one big pace. Draymond go push. It was a put the ball in Draymond and Steph's hands and let them create. And those guys, when they don't turn the ball over, are so much better than when they do. Obviously, but mm-hmm. it was just so much of a um, it was just so much of a Let's try to run these guys because we know they're tired. And and I think they were playing at almost a king's level pace in the first quarter. And it was it kind of shocked me. The only thing that was slowing them down was LeBron making like fadeaway backboard threes, I guess. But yeah. um, if they keep playing at that pace and Draymond can keep running by AD, then they're fine. Um, I also think defensively, we got the AD stinker every other game. Every other game, offensively, forty-four. I mean, I mean, you saw the Jordan Poole quotes. Jordan Poole said he was right. If he's gonna play forty-plus minutes, we want to run. We think we can tire him out. They did that. Like I, I don't think they need him to have four games, like game one. He's had one so far, right? Um, but it's hard to be that big and do that. It, it just is. And tonight, he looked though tired. He didn't look as aggressive i think draymond honestly clay's gonna get the headlines we'll talk about him in a minute but i think draymond was masterful he yes. forced i mean he tired he tired 80 out he does it better than anyone he 80 felt a step slow the entire night because draymond was a step ahead of him the entire night whether it was pushing in transition or just like defensive positioning the whole way through um and that's what the Lakers are going to probably have to figure out. I think their adjustment comes from probably trying to slow it down and just pound the Warriors a little bit. And maybe yes. that comes in game three. Maybe it comes after that. But, like, you know, they, they kind of ran with the Warriors game one, which made the game one loss a little annoying. Um, game two is just a reminder, like, all right, the Warriors are locked into running. They, they, it's a non-series. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. not. I think there's also – I think you could argue there's a Steph game coming. He's been – he was okay on Tuesday. Looked a little tired. He was great tonight, but he just he just never went got a shot. I mean, he just twelve assists. Steph twenty three. Yes, that's what I I always say. Right? If if Steph really wanted to be Chris Paul, he could easily be Chris Paul. It just it doesn't. He's not a good. He's not a better player though. He, he's Steph because he's Steph, right? Yeah. Um, but we haven't seen the explosion yet. I thought it was nice. I thought he got guys open. We're gonna see the LeBron defense soon, right? We're gonna see the. Let's trap him at half court. We even saw some of that tonight. It's coming. And the Warriors are going to need guys. And these two guys, I think especially Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson, are just going to have to make shots. And tonight it was Clay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Clay was masterful. And like to your point on Steph, um, three turnovers, 12 assists. Only one of those turnovers were bad, in my opinion. He had one in the backcourt where I'm like, come on, man. The others were attacking turnovers, whatever. I'll take a four to one turnover ratio anyway. He was in control. They played him on a high ball screen the entire game. Um, friend of the show, KOC, noted they ran more ball screens for Steph in 30 minutes than they did in game one in 38 minutes. He ran mm. 24 pick and rolls in 30 minutes. Game game one, he only ran 22 in 38 minutes. Um, and 
it's not even the amount. It's the deliberateness to open with it and start with it. And then maybe they counter off of it after a while. They used it as primary weapon number one instead of like the, all right, we're, we're going to go to our secret weapon in the fourth quarter. You know, I, I actually, dude, you took it right from me because I, I did, I realized what so much of what opens up the off ball action works when the threat of Steph on ball has been working for two and a half quarters, right? Yeah. And I, it, I also think part of this, I mean, like, I, you don't want to take too much away from one game, especially a series is tied 1-1, but are the Lakers going to be able to keep playing at, at a high level every other night? Now, I know that they're only flying an hour, so it's not really travel. They don't have to fly to Memphis. Mm-hmm. They're not flying across the country, but it's going to be so much harder come game five, now we know that's going to be a game five, game six. I mean, even game four. Right? Well, Whatever I, I heard it's. I heard it's ending in five. <sighs> I have no comment. I have no, com- I have no comment. Uh, all I know is I don't know who's going to win the series. All I know is it's not ending in five. That's all I know. You got to be a real clown to to say that. I just, I'm worried if I were a Lakers fan at how they can keep at this pace. I think the best way is kind of what they thought tonight. Sam was a little annoyed. The amount of flopping and grifting the Lakers play with, dude, I can't stand it, dude. Can we just not talk about the like the, the every the team? I, but jeez, I mean, Schroeder is one of the more unlikable players in the NBA with the amount of like little grifting and then like the smirk afterwards. But like D'Lo does it too. Austin Reeves has oh. learned how to do it. I mean, it's just, it, it's a neck snap at every point, every point in that whole way. You know? They grab an arm. They're gone. I mean, AD is, is an absolute grifter. He's on that NB type where he's a star, but he's fallen down for no yeah. reason. It's just, it's unbecoming. I think is a good way to describe it. It's like, you are one of the best teams in the NBA. You are playing for one of the best franchises in, in all the sports and, Dude, can we just play? Can we just play basketball? Yeah, I, yeah. I would just like to watch basketball. I, I would like to enjoy watching. Instead, the games every game starts with D'Lo coming off an AD screen, wrapping his arm under Steph or Clay, and just going up with the ball and just flailing. <laughs> just that's that's my rant. Just enough, enough. I know we're gonna see much more of it, but enough. Yeah, Ryan in the chat points out to your point. Steph can do CP, but CP can't do Steph. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of always been the um, the annoyance when people are like, Steph's not really a point guard. Steph's not really this. It's like, come on, man. He can play any style he wants to play. He's proven it over and over again. It, why would you want the guy to just play a point guard style? You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll do it if a team's going to guard him this way, and it worked tonight. I guarantee they're going to blitz him. He's going to turn to a score by game four because – that's yeah. what the team will need. That's exactly what they're like. They'll need 44 from him in game, either game three or game four. Yeah. To win one of those in, in crypto, he, he's going to have to drop 44. And I mean, we know that he can um, and he probably will to, to win one of those so that they can send it back home game five to two. Right. Like that's, yeah. We know that's what's going to happen. Exactly. Seen the script. Dude, it's, it's how many more times do we have to see the same script for people to get it? But, you know, sometimes people will never get it. Um, I kind of felt like so. So what was interesting to me was how hot the Lakers were in the early part of the game because I thought the Warriors were generating good shot after good shot, but LeBron yes. and Rui Hachimura Woo. were just hitting bullshit in the first quarter and a half, right? And uh, for my money, it was kind of at the end of the second quarter when the Lakers cooled down and the Warriors started going 
on a run that that's when I thought the game was won and then it turned into a 20 to 30 point run shortly after that. There was that play in the second quarter uh, where LeBron got a charge call that was just a clear blocking foul. Um, and Steve Kerr decided to challenge it as he should have. It was 57-50 at that point. They won the challenge. I do think that challenge was very important because Kerr's not had a great record with these challenges, but I think it was just one of those, like, we're. it gets back to the main theme of this game. We're not fucking around. We're just going to do what needs to be done to be to win. A game one, Steve might have just let LeBron get that fake charge call because he wants to save his challenge for later. Game two, Steve's like, no, no, no. My team's going to get momentum off of this. And they did get momentum. It went from five points, six points to 11, 12 at the half, which I think was big for them. And by the way, that's why that, that, that play call, that's free bread, my man. That's free bread right there. Steve, wow. Kerr saw, Steve Kerr saw LeBron grift a charge. He's like, free bread. Wow. About, to get my, about to get my charge. Back. Watching you, I'm watching you rev up the engine on that on that call out <laughs> for free bread. Shout out our guy Alao. Shout out, shout out the merch that he's gonna push out there. That's incoming. Um, and that was special. That that was like a Steph going up for a shot, and the crowd's just ooh, then boom, stick the landing, baby, stick the landing, and we got the link in the chat here. If you're watching on the stream, link to buy the merch right there. If you're listening on the pod, freebreadintl.com. You can get these these sick ass shirts that Andy and I have. We wearing them on the stream. Free bread logo, the sourdough shirt. It's, you know, collaboration on the way. Collaboration on the way. What? I don't, I don't want to tease that just yet. I don't want to tease that just yet. Hey Tim, take that out when the pod comes out. Take that out. Take that out. Take that out. Take it out. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Factor. Are you too busy to cook this May? I always am. With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. Uh, if you're looking for calorie conscious options ahead of summer, that's me. Just got under 200 pounds, 198, Samuel. You can try delicious, dietitian approved, calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions to your door, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. Head to factormeals.com slash lightyears40 and use code lightyears40 to get 40% off your first box. That is code lightyears40 at factormeals.com slash lightyears40 to get 40% off your first box. Light Years Podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, 
they they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. We'll get back to the game real quick. Um, I think one of the, the more interesting things was uh, uh, GP2 did not play. So weird. But Moses Moody did. At least, like, GP2 got out there in garbage time. But, like, in the, the part of the game that mattered. Um, and I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised GP2 didn't play. But I don't know that I can say anything negative about it because what they every button that Steve Kerr pushed tonight worked. Can, can I take a crack on why I think Steve yeah. did that? Yeah, you're I mean you're right. Whatever he did work tonight. So there's no there's no second guessing. Um but I I think he wants Dante out there because Dante can handle. I think that's part of it. And mm-hmm. part of this series is he wants to push the pay. So Dante Dante gets a rebound or he's the secondary leak and he wants to get the gets the ball over to him so he can push it down the court. I think that's why Dante's in there over someone like GP2. I, and I also think that GP2 can't space the floor right now. His shots kind of left him and there's no there's no elite guard right out there like John Moran or or Malik Monk. Or, wow, Jesus. I mean De'Aaron Fox, not Malik Monk. That GP2 hey, he, has to hey, he looked like an elite guard for a lot of that series. <laughs> no. no no way around that one. Until game 7. So that's why I think GP2's out and then I think Moody's in because I mean one Jesus, the guy is such a winner. He's such a winner, and he can stick a three. He can stick a three, and he's big enough. I to think that's steal such a, minutes. I think that's such a big thing. Like if I'm breaking this down, Steve Kerr wants guys who can shoot or handle. That's it. Right now, they wanna they wanna they wanna spread the Lakers out and run them to death. So either a ball handler or a shooter. GP two is neither of those, and the Lakers are guarding him like he's yep. a big man. Yep. When they played Looney and Draymond together, they had problems scoring. Uh, GP, yeah, he's more athletic and he can force some turnovers, but he's ultimately guarded like a big. I think they want four perimeter players at all time who have actual perimeter skills, and that's all that matters at this point. It, it gets tricky because when you get a you get a Steph Pool Dante three out there with even yeah. like a clay, like it gets it gets tricky because mm-hmm. your defense is bad and then Jordan Poole does what Jordan Poole does tonight. And so it, things get weird. So I think he's kind of towing the line there. I think the options aren't amazing. But tonight it worked because, dude, Moses Moody, man. He's my favorite. I love him. I love him. We're going to discuss the the Moody situation in the offseason. But the dude's just a winner. And, and my thing with him is, like, that shot is pure. Everyone respects the shot. Also, he hits the shot. If he's open, he'll hit it. But the thing that excites me about him is like that dude knows where loose balls are. Seven rebounds, oh, that's a great seven. Uh, I I don't. You watch him play. He's always diving in there. He plays bigger than his size. Honestly, they need that because they're small in general. Um, and yeah, I mean he's he's forced his way into the rotation. As far as I'm concerned, there's the main five guys plus Jordan Poole, so the main six. Moody might be my seventh right now. Like Dante has been inconsistent. GP two has been inconsistent, but Moody is a reliable player who you can throw into that rotation. And I don't know if it's going to change going forward. The season doesn't make any sense to me and it doesn't matter anymore because we're in the playoffs 
every cut that he makes is perfectly timed. All right. He had that cut in the third quarter where he's just going straight backside to the basket. Steph gets him for the dunk to end the quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy offens- offensive rebounds where you're like, wait, he's not athletic, but he actually gets up. He had one where he got over AD mm-hmm. uh, in the first quarter. Um, never seemed scared. I'd love to see how he plays on the road uh, at the crypt. Yeah. The old crypt. Um, but you're right. I mean, he's the seventh guy. Honestly, I trust him more than Poole, but that's another story well, the, for another different, day. Different role, roles. But yeah. Better, better player. Um, all right. Mm, relax. <laughs> By the way, oh, shout no. out our guy here. Oh, no. You know. Old clip, but I just have to, you know, I have to throw a little love to Clay before we get to the goons real quick. Um, Always fun when Clay gets it going. Big game player. He's had some bad shooting nights. Tonight was tonight was quintessential Warriors where it's like, all right, we're going to put the ball in Steph's hands. You're going to throw three guys at him, and Clay Thompson is going to make you look like an idiot for doing it. Eight for 11 from three. Those were warm-up shots for him for the most part, right? Like, he's capable of making much tougher ones, and he has in every moment that matters. But, like, for the most part, it was like three bodies on Steph, finds Clay, swish. I am uh... – I'm glad he's owning the Austin Reeves matchup. Uh, Clay is like Clay. You're not. You're not washed. You should be winning the Austin Reeves matchup. Yeah. And so far, he's been he's been destroying the Austin Reeves matchup, which he should. Um. So don't give. And then, I mean, it's it is. I mean, yeah. Before the goons, I. This is a classic Warriors game from start to finish, where they go. They're back against the wall. Draymond at the five. He outspeeds the other center. He guards him better than most people think because nobody ever thinks Draymond can guard a big, but he's great at guarding all bigs. Uh, they double Steph. Steph makes the right decisions. Clay takes advantage. The Warriors blow him out in the third quarter. How many times have we seen this game? <laughs> yeah. How many times have we seen this game? So, good win. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We have a special guest. Oh, the purveyor of Free Bread International. Oh, howdy, boys. What is going on, my man? Hey, the vibes are back, huh? They flipped the switch. The vibes are back. The vibes are back. Turn, Nothing can keep you off, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. I was just watching. I was just watching. J- <laughs> I was watching JTA be a be a sports analyst. Now it's pretty crazy, huh? Is he, he is he done? Is he out the league? Hey, bro. I think uh, you know the Warriors are an entertainment company and a tech company. So some they'll they'll figure something out for him. They'll have is, him be is like the JTA coming for Festus's job. 
no one could come for Festus's job, man. He's <laughs> let me down so many times, and this is the last time he's going to let me down is in sports broadcasting. I think JTA, though, is coming for the D. Wright spot, man. I think D. Wright got to, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to end up just, you know, going the Bonte route and just do radio or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I might go the Bonte route, do some radio. Yeah, man. Come on, what you man. Think about you the game? I love it, man. Uh, you know, now that uh, I'm a regular here, I, ha- I actually wrote down points. It's pretty fun. I actually Front wrote down roll. skating hard points. But you guys covered a lot of it today, man. It was the clay game, huh? The clay game was amazing. Uh, I feel like, you know, just to make things light, I you know, just to lighten the mood. I think Kerr was just coaching for his job today. He saw Buddenhauser get fired. He saw, man, he was like, man, three of the Nick fat. Nurse so, is gone. Nick Nurse is gone. He's like, if I don't win this series, I'm Ken. So, <laughs> So this was, uh, you know, this was a good win for Kerr, man. Uh, he was cooking tonight. Uh, you know, we always talk about free bread, but found money tonight was uh, Jamichael, man. Oh, my God. Jamichael Green. I was like, you know what? This is who we thought he was when we signed him. Yep. And then yeah. throughout the season, we're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> but I think my – I I think every time I turn on – ESPN, they're like Steph versus LeBron, Steph versus LeBron. But you know what's the real dream matchup mm. here? It's Tony Lamb versus Tristan Thompson. Oh my! God. We need to see. We just that is a dream matchup for everybody, man. Like it's 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 a nasty one. I was petrified. Tristan what? Thompson coming in, I was like, mm. what 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 spots? Like, in, what spots in WeHo are they hitting up tomorrow? <laughs> I'm surprised that he took his warm up off and it wasn't like a Balenciaga shirt. You know, like I, I, I didn't know he who, actually who, had a jersey. Who Tristan or, or Lamb? Tristan. Like, There's no way Anthony Lamb can afford Balenciaga. Nah, you, you nah can, that's the look, official face of Old Navy right there. <laughs> Dude, man, that's insane. You know what the shocked me was face of Old Navy. You know what shocked me was I can't believe like nobody knows. All right, so Laker fans are like gung-ho they're rooting for everybody they're like naming the players hey but if you're such a real fan what's tristan thompson's number on the team nobody knows <laughs> i didn't know tristan thompson wow. was on the team till the memphis series actually yeah he's not squad but yeah i'm so i'm fucking happy i'm fucking happy. i, I was, sleep so well tonight i was dying at lebron doing an interview be like tristan you know we played the warriors you you know them i need you to coach up the bench and it's like, dude, this dude, yeah, this dude's just on the this dude's just on the team to get into. Um, hey, what are the spots in LA now? I mean, you still got to go to Highlight Room. You know, that's where Draymond has all his parties. You got to go to Highlight Room. You know, what you're saying you got to go to you got to go to Nightingale. Still, it's still yeah. the same spots. They're just different names, but uh, pretty nuts, over, guys. Uh, over under, who is gonna smell like? More tequila for game three. Draymond or Clay? You know, Ooh, you know they're getting you know they're getting on the plane to LA right one. now. They're they'll be like Steve will practice notice? in LA right now. On one day's notice, he's gonna smell more like tequila. I think it's gonna be Clay because he knows more people. I think he's gonna be in like, you know, I could, you know, I could hang out with the homies before the game and pull up, but you know, you know how this is this is gonna be a all-time stinker coming up. You know oh, yeah. how this is gonna be. Oh yeah, all one of these, one Saturday, of these games. They've never won a Saturday night in LA. They never will. Is it's that true? Like, but, no, I just made that. But no, like, that someone, true. someone fact checked. <laughs> There's no chance. It's true. It's but true. do you know who's gonna play magnificent though? 
it's gonna be like it's gonna be moody because he got nothing to do. He dry. Like, he's gonna do nothing. <laughs> DD. Who do you think? Who do you think drink? Who do you think drinks the least on the team? Who do you drink? Who do you think drinks the least and the most? I think the and, least... and you can't pick the vets anymore because like Draymond and Draymond ain't part of it. like Draymond's not not going as hard. Can anymore. I pick the underage guys? Yeah, I mean, come on. Okay, probably <laughs> Kaminga's like, getting after. Those... He knows he's not playing. Kaminga's getting after. Kaminga's getting after. No, he's chasing it. But I think Dante drinks hell a little. Like I think he's one of those shows up early in the morning. Like try, like he's getting in the same time as Steph. Wow. But I saw I saw this tweet that was like, man, it looks like Dante playing on Coker. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> hey, no comment. Down. I was like, calm down, buddy. Dude, oh Warriors Twitter is a dark place when like there's like a when there's like a crazy Correct. turnover. It's a dark place. Yeah. Sometimes, place. sometimes I feel bad for guys like Jordan. Poole. Good thing about Jordan Poole is he doesn't have social Bro, media. The, the for you, the for you makes it worse. Like you, you just have to live in that moment of the turnover for four hours. Like <laughs> I, I turn on my phone, I see Andy six two six twenty two. Like haha, Jordan Poole. I'm like, dude, it's three hours ago. They won. I, I, I am want, the biggest I culprit. I don't want. I don't want to see this, Elon. Stop. And the Warriors win by you thirty. Know- you go back to for you, and it's like. Fuck. Yeah. You know what's the sick? You know what's the grossest part of this whole Jordan Poole mess is that next few games, I think he's gonna ball out. I think he's gonna go crazy. He's good, dude. Like he rises to the moment. Anybody that goes to Boston and can do that can yeah. easily go to Chase Center South and just freaking ball out in front of more famous people. He's not balling out in front of any venture capitalists. These are people he sees on Instagram. It's good. Book it. These, are, these are these are more his people, honestly. That's, yeah, that's how we are, go dude, right these, there. These are more of our people. Yes, yes, <laughs> correct, yeah. correct. I mean, Zendaya was people. at the game. There's, there's that. So, thank God, Joe Laco for inviting that. Oh my God, you know, Joe was in his bag with that one. <laughs> I didn't I actually didn't know she was from Oakland. Somehow they found an open seat so all of DoorDash didn't take the entire bottom section. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so glad that her and Tom Holland didn't discover the suites downstairs where the sushi is and all like the freaking and all the crab legs <laughs> get uh uh replenished in the second quarter. With if they found that with the bottomless champagne and everything, it's a wrap, dude. I've heard that's why people show up 20 minutes in the they show up in the fourth quarter because of the 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 yeah, I've, I've never sat in one of those bunkers, but I have been down there and like they do the full service. I can I can absolutely understand how someone gets stuck and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's two minutes left to the third. I should get to my seat because you got like a butler. You got like a full service bar. You know, next thing you know, you're you're talking to someone who might fund you. You know, you're completely oh lost. A genius a business idea. Guys. Terrible for for atmosphere. I have What's a question up? for you guys. Do you mm. guys watch the broadcast with Jeff Van Gundy? Yes. Guys, Can we talk about this for a second? The... Dude, how does him and Very Mark local. Keep, keep getting these jobs just to hate on us? <laughs> like, like, poor Matt Barnes. Like, let's put Matt Barnes on the, like, on the fucking thing, huh? Like, come on, man. Like, how are we letting these hating-ass guys just gurp LeBron on national television and just hate on us? I would rather... I don't know if I enjoyed Mark Jones and Doris Burke that much, but the thing I like about Doris Burke is that if she's going to love someone, she's going to do it on both sides. Like she was talking crazy about both De'Aaron Fox and Steph. And I was like, okay, like I'll live with that. But bro, 
Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Oh, my. Go, Sam, oh my take it away. It was, it was terrible. I watched oh. it on mute the entire first half. I um, <laughs> someone, someone asked me if Mark Jackson coached the Warriors more games or has called more Warriors games since he's been fired. And I had to think about Ooh. it for a while. He's called more for sure. He's called more for sure. It's, I mean, it's the ultimate. Like he got dumped, and now he has to watch the X just on you Instagram every four day. Four times he watching. Yeah. It's just like watching your ex get pounded four times in front of you. Oh, stop! Wow, that is insane. Yeah, oh my god, moving, boys! Yeah. Oh, this. All right, Mark Jackson, miserable. That's what he is. Miserable. Before uh, I get out of here, guys, uh, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm saying I heard we potentially got something in the works. So if you guys are watching right now, if you guys are listening on Monday, you should tune in. You should do it. Hey, Lyle, appreciate you as always, my man. Baby. Hey, go, go lock and key. Let me know how it is. All right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Going out every other night, man. Unbelievable. All you right. We needed that SVG, seg- JVG segment. Oh, we we did. We did. You know, it's only fair. He showed up after his Lakers won, so I'm making him show up after they lost. We got our guy, Damon Rangula. What's up, hey, buddy? Show up after win, show up after a loss. It's a real fan, hey, man. Accountability, man. Accountability. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> called, me out. Sam called me out after the first game. Yeah. I love it. A-Law right, was the best, by the way. Yeah, he this needs to be a he's a regular segment now. All right, yeah. So what? Walk me through. Give me the give me the ops perspective here. How are you feeling after this? Are you are you trembling? Where, where are you at? So so I think anybody would say before the series started with the Lakers not having home court, we'll be happy with the split. You know, whatever. That's like the bullshit platitudes that everybody has to say all sure. the time. Given the way that they won game one, that was close. Warriors could have won at the end. It was close. The way that the Lakers came out in game two, specifically how good LeBron looked offensively, he hasn't looked like that offensively in months. I really thought that this is the easiest thing in the world to say is, okay, it's 1-1, it's okay. I actually think that the Lakers missed a really nice opportunity where they could have they could have really pressed their advantages in that first and second quarter, but they just couldn't sustain what they started with, mostly because outside of LeBron, enough people didn't step up. And if 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 the Lakers had a game one effort with that LeBron, I really think that there was an opportunity to at least keep it close for the entirety of the game or go for the kill. Because the way I look at it, just being honest, is like, I, and I've talked to Sam about this all year. And I was on with Jason Maples and and me earlier this year when the Warriors looked terrible. And I still said the Warriors were my pick to win the West only because I respect their pedigree so much to where if you have a kill shot, even if it's a 2% chance of a kill shot, that's a golden opportunity because this Warriors team doesn't give you those opportunities. And so I just, I thought there was something potentially there that the Lakers just let go of. And then obviously by the end of the half and, and third quarter, you know, it was a I mean, but you knew AD wasn't gonna come in with game one. Like it, it just, we, so we not... talked so we talked about this, right? We said his offense vacillates game to game. He hasn't, I don't think he's put together two elite offensive games together like all season. Because he's not an elite offensive player, he's an elite defensive player. Yes. I but the thing is, so 
here's here's a take for you. Mm. This series, Anthony Davis on both ends needs to be prioritized. It doesn't matter how good LeBron looked. The game plan and the focus needs to be AD's rhythm because AD being the best player on the Lakers is their advantage this series. It's not LeBron. And and I really think that despite LeBron having it going, there needs to be a concerted effort. And it's it sounds weird to say this, and it's not slander at all. Like, I love the guy. I just... LeBron needs to fit into AD-centric offense it, for this series, for the Lakers to win so, this so what, you're, so what you're saying is when LeBron started hitting jumpers, you knew they were going to lose because it would lose AD from the game. Exactly. And obviously, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. No, no. I, you know, that I sounds it. crazy. I, I but I'm, I, I'm saying it, it's – and we know, like, if, if there's a player who, let's say, doesn't score much in the first half and goes off for a big second half, LeBron can do that. Anthony Davis can't. He's either in a rhythm or he's out of a rhythm. There's yeah. no middle ground with him. I, I and we'll see. We'll see game three. Like AD is going to come out and have twelve points in the first. Like we'll we'll, we'll see to. immediately. Like he'll get, he'll get Draymond two fouls right in the first quarter. Like it's just it's so. It, it's and, just, and with it, AD, it's, it, it's it's such a rhythm and a groove thing. And so I actually think, by the way, I think this is one of Draymond's most impressive games where. Looney is like I love Looney. I, I especially like he's he's one of my favorite players to watch. But the way he guards and the way he he comes after AD, what Draymond does is to get in your head. He does that like bully ball, that little you know when nobody's looking, he'll throw a shiver or you know he'll get into you really physically. That is how you get AD out of rhythm. That is how you get AD frustrated. Man, you calling him, call him soft? I would never say that. Mm. I will call Draymond was a bully and got away with it. Whatever your interpretation of that, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is that is Draymond has made a Hall of Fame career out of doing what that. I mean, Amazing he's made a Hall of Fame career doing what he did tonight. I mean, that's the, yes. war, the Warriors. A lot of this, I mean, it's billed as Steph Lebron. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But so much of the series is gonna. It's just Draymond and, and AD. It's like, it's can true. Draymond guard AD enough? Like, you're not holding them to. To, to to fifteen points, right? But can I don't know. Draymond I don't know, man. You them? might, <laughs> he might some and nights. He, and man, neither of these, and and like honestly, neither of these teams are deep. It it really does come yeah. down to like is is this going to be the game Draymond gets under his skin, or is this right. going to be the game Draymond gets a third foul with eight minutes left in the third? Neither are great for the teams. first quarter. You know. Yeah. Um, By the way, I know. I loved I loved Steph Curry's game too. Like I, Steph and Draymond, both of them, they came in and like. Steph didn't force anything. It, it, it was it was really, really, really good basketball. I think for him. you know what that is, Domin. He did what Magic does, and it's just a step. It's just a Steph B game. You know what I mean? Like that's what Magic does, and the Steph can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's what that's how great Steph is. You know what I mean? You know, I feel like hanging up. I feel like hanging up. Well, we'll get you. We'll get you out on this one. Are you going to the game Saturday? I am going to the game Saturday. Uh, I will not remember it most likely because it's a Saturday night game, and me and Draymond are going to have a competition to who's more drunk at that game. Mm. Oh, he Draymond's going to be wearing hey, Draymond if he walks into the game in sunglasses. Lobos, I, hashtag Lobos. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy yourself. Appreciate you. Pre- I might try to make you call in drunk from the arena afterwards. But have a good night, my man. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Sir. Thanks, Appreciate guys. Appreciate it, brother. Yep. Thank you. All right, we're getting to Adam here because Adam is I don't know where he is, but I can tell he's trying and losing connection. Oh, he said he said he went hey, he was hey, hey, hey. Yeah, go go. BJ's, sorry, right? Sorry, sorry. Are you no, the no, no, no. That, that was yeah, that I was am. Sunday. That was that was Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Sorry. Mm. Real quick, real quick. First of all, BJ sucked. 
dude every time i'm there with my 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 friends and every single time the fucking lakers made a bucket um like these dudes would clap at the bar it was so annoying um anyway i'm dead i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm at work right now so real quick real quick uh great win uh i love this steph like true point guard role because then we can be like he doesn't like everyone's always like he's not a real point guard well he is and he'd average 20 and 15 if he wanted to uh that's all i gotta say great win much love guys look at that appreciate it have a great night my man during work hours that is love of the game right there, brother, from one of the goons. The love of the game right there. All right, we get into our guy, Jokic or Embiid. Jokic or Embiid. It's a Jokic. Part of the goon chat. Easily. What's up, guys? I was just curious sure, about uh, – I, I love the five-out lineups, the Jamichael Green. Goon chat was kind of going crazy about Jamichael Green starting, but worked really well. What, what kind of adjustments do you guys see? Uh, the coach, uh, Coach Ham, and the Lakers making you know adjusting back to five out, adjusting back to pace. Well, what 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 can we expect? So, so my question for you, Andy, is they have not done this all year, but the obvious adjustment is just put LeBron on ball and slow this the hell down. Um, because if it's a half court game, you're like, yes, the Warriors turn into just a three-point shooting team against the Lakers in the half court. Like, they can't really attack AD. Um, they own the paint, that sort of thing. And the Lakers can potentially crash the glass. Like, to, what's been interesting is they haven't really won the rebounding battle the entire series. But in theory, if they were committed to hitting the glass a little harder, they do have more size. They have more guys who can rebound. Um so I'm just curious if they're going to go there because I think part of the reason LeBron is not handling the ball traditionally like LeBron does is his foot is bothering him. Like they don't want to make him, they don't want to run the 2017 Cleveland Cavs offense, right? Where it's just like LeBron slow the ball up the court and just, you know, he's one of the best. Of all pound, time. pound, pound. Yeah. Make, make the right know, decision every time. I don't know that they have another counter. Than that, do you can you think of something? So uh, that's why I asked Dom the question about the AD stuff, and he was he was very. This is this is why it's great having a Lakers person on because they've watched mm-hmm. every game and they kind of know what's good and what's bad. And he made the point that LeBron is actually the one that needs to defer to AD to get him in rhythm because he's such a rhythm player coming out of these games. And tonight he misses a couple quick shots, doesn't have the ball the first six minutes, and he's just out of the game. I actually think it's the opposite. I disagree. I think they need to get the ball to AD. I think they need to find a way to get it to them, get Draymond in foul trouble, get in their heads, because so much of what the Warriors want to do is Draymond at the five. And I love Looney, but Looney at the five is not the same. You're not playing with the same pace with Looney at the five. So if you can get it to AD and 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 Draymond's gonna pick up a technical one of these in one of these LA games, right? And and just get it. I've been, been kind of waiting. Like I, I was um I think I texted about that, but it's like when's this series gonna get rude? Cause right now. They're playing like they, uh, like they're all boys, and like on some level, they kind of all are, you know. Now, but now like, they are, yeah. But like, I, I need. I don't know if LeBron and Steph are. Eh, I, I definitely I think... more so than sixteen. I'll put it that way. No, I, uh, I, I think, I think LeBron is trying to. Uh, I think LeBron's trying to play mind games. I, I think Steph is. Uh, oh, nice guy, nice guy, bro. I think, I think LeBron's <laughs> trying to do the nice guy act, and I think Steph, I think Steph doesn't give a shit. I think Steph knows what he's trying to do, and he doesn't care. It might have it might have worked on a younger Steph, but he's like he's like I, for lack of a better term, they all they all know all 
the games the other ones are playing. So and I think maybe, they know, maybe also should try know, it, maybe should try it on Jordan Poole. It might work. Uh, you don't need to do anything about Jordan, but they just need to do what they're doing with Jordan. They're fine. Um, they. I mean, do you know? Like somebody tweeted out, they don't. Neither guy has anything to lose in this series, which I agree with. I think whichever one of Steph or LeBron Man. loses, I don't think it matters. I think it's it's mm-hmm. fine. The other team is great. They have a lot of flaws, but ev- both of those guys have everything to gain. Yeah. Everything to gain. This series historically, and I know people get annoyed with the billing of it as Steph and LeBron, but dude, if you win this series, either one of those guys, and you get to the finals and win it, that fifth title, I mean, you <laughs> Magic and Kobe have five. Say what you want. In a decade, people will wonder, like, well, if LeBron was that good, why do you only win four? You know? Like, I mean, they're saying this, that now. <laughs> I mean, everyone thought Wilt or Shaq were the great, you know, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, three in an AU Cup. Um, <laughs> and then, like, same goes for Steph, by the way. You know, like, if you want to be viewed as a Pantheon player, not just a Hall of Famer, these guys are clear first ballot like top 20 all time, top 10 all time. If you want to be viewed as like people argue about you versus Michael Jordan or you versus magic, you, you have to rack a couple more up and they know that they're not dumb. You know, like that's the, that's the thing that you don't get to this level without having that kind of competitiveness. And, and, um, and yeah. for LeBron, it's, it's the end. I mean, what is he? He's, Feels like he's almost kind of hanging by a thread here. I mean, how many of these seasons does he have left? And then with Steph, it's I mean, is Draymond here next season? Is Clay here a couple seasons from now? So like both guys are kind of looking at this. Like I'm sure they thought about it. Yeah, both I both guys have to. Ten uh, years, I, I do think in ten years people aren't going to be debating Steph versus Braun, even if Steph wins this. I mean, like Steph had the KD titles, which are kind of not as you uh, know, not, not as impactful. Kind of you know, kind of asterisked a little bit. I don't know. I no. think Braun has four legitimate titles. I don't know about Does that. Does he? Does he? I'm not sure he was the best player on all four of his titles either. I'm we'll sure, leave I'm it sure. there. We'll leave that Jokic or Embiid. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to get into that. Like, Dwayne Wade won a title as a finals MVP before LeBron caught there. People want to pretend D Wade's not a top three final. Come on, man. I'm not, we're not playing this game. Kyrie Irving hit the biggest shot in Cavs history. AD, it's his team relax with the you know whatever anyway, it, it uh, is it is apparently only uh a, a, only steph's allowed to only steph can't have health i was That's, gonna say only steph can't have uh kevin durant who by the way what has kevin durant done without steph slender mellow yeah Woo! honestly like Woo! He, that dude can score but you know anyway mm. let's keep moving off season topic yeah, we got our guy Jacob up here. What's up, man? Good evening. Um, sure. I I thought, I mean, because I don't want to be redundant, I thought Draymond Green was phenomenal tonight. He was one assist away from a triple-double. Like, I agree with Andy. I think he's the key to this series. Him and AD, like, those are your two guys. So it'll be interesting to see with everyone on one night of rest between each game, you know, what happens. I think that's the key too, is seeing how AD and LeBron hold up as the series goes on. I think we all saw what AD was tonight. wasn't quite as good. Um, but yeah, I, I think, again, we're regressing to the mean a little from the three-point line. I hope we continue to shoot oh, 50% that's a great call. from three. That's a great call. They I, couldn't make shots in sack against sack. Couldn't hit shots. We shot like 33% or something in sack. So I'm glad to see. It helps to start at home. 
So that's nice. Yeah, you worry um, about a road Dante, road pool. I'm not yeah, worried about road I, pool. I'm not worried about road pool. Those shots are going. L- LA might be home for him. LA, LA, JP is. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna, he's cooking. I sure hope so. Yeah, and, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna, he's gonna see who's sitting courtside. He'll I mean, good. Dante plays scared <laughs> sometimes. Jordan doesn't doesn't play scared. I mean, it's probably not a good thing half the time, but he ain't gonna be scared. So. Scared, scared's not the, the adjective either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're I right think, on the road. Uh, right, though. You're right. Steve Steve Kerr gets the last laugh today. Uh, I was also pissed when I saw that starting lineup, but I'm so happy for Jamichael Green. Like, I I signed that apology form immediately. We got um, we got sign. We all got to sign it. Yeah, we all got to sign it. And I think my the thing the last thing I'm gonna say is I, I'm curious to see if that little move is a little Steve Kerr. Um, surprise and and stash it away or if that continues um i think it just kind of depends on how ad and lebron and company look but appreciate you guys i'll i'll be back uh here in uh boston he just keeps going to the bars and just keeps watching and just i just shout out to jacob man he just keeps going guys it's one it's 1 a.m over there oh Twelve fifty. He looks wide awake. He's got to be like a college kid or something. There's no way one eight. That's crazy. No, not everyone's washed like you and me. <laughs> I couldn't do a one a.m. I couldn't not. We got a guy Paris. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know, right? It's been. I've been in India. That's why I haven't called. So I just got back. Um, I've got a couple of things. First of all, Moses Modi should have been playing a lot more than he did. Not just in this these playoffs, but also in the regular season. Same with Kuminga. I think although this may not be a series for him because like you said, we need shooting and that's only the way we can win. Uh, the other thing is, I don't really think that we have had an unsustainable, unsustainable number of threes in either of these two games. Like the Twitter was like, Warriors are not going to shoot 20 or however many threes we shot in the first game. I mean, we shot 21 today and it didn't feel like we had a barrage of threes except for maybe J. Mike hitting three of those. And Steph hasn't really got going either from three. So... I do think that we can continue this three-point shooting in the, on the road. So, like, I don't really think that it's an unsustainable way to win. In fact, like, Lakers only won the first game because they got, like, 30 more free throws. So, I think that's way more. That's way more unsustainable. So, that's the second point. And the third thing is Draymond Green, of course. Um, it was funny because when we said that we should move Draymond to the five, every Lakers fan was like, AD will eat him alive. And how many times have we seen this where a supposed big is going to eat Draymond alive? when we move him to the five and that never really transpires and we end up winning the never. series. It, never. it happened with Jokic in the last like in the last playoffs and it's again trending the same way with AD, especially because now I'm seeing on Twitter people saying that this was just a bad game for AD and it's not going to happen again as if Draymond wasn't responsible for that bad game. So yeah, those are three things that I want to no, it's, it's one of, uh, Paratox, great point. We appreciate the call. It's one of Draymond's greatest gifts. People just continually think no matter how much evidence like oh i'm just gonna overwhelm with physicality it's like bro i you're not the first person to try that approach against him you know and AD's the perfect guy for people to think that he could do that i actually disagree a little bit on Jokic. i do think Jokic is a tough cover for for draymond if if the warriors get there can we talk about kaminga for for a few minutes here he brought yeah. up kaminga um Sam, what's your take? Because it came out in an article that Kaminga, just to summarize, basically said like, hey, you know, of course there's frustrations as he's not playing, but the sun's going to come up. 
I think he means like cream rises to the top, something like that, right? Like if you're good enough, you're always going to be able to to get there. So I think there was a sense of frustration that was reported today by I, I think CJ Holmes, and then Kaminga retweets it and says, "Huh?" Like disputing the tweet. Essentially, tweet gets deleted. Um, dude, what's going on? What are your thoughts? <sighs> um, I have a few thoughts, and I'll try to be as concise as possible. Um, I think Kuminga's 20. I think he probably answered questions without thinking about how it reflect, because the honest answer is everyone who's not playing is unhappy. They all want to play, but we also know if you're like, just don't put the, the light on you in the playoffs, right? Like that's kind of the, the unspoken rule. Like this isn't the time to talk about that sort of stuff publicly. Like you should know, you should know better than to say that with all that said, um, I don't know if he knew what he was saying when he said it to a degree. And I think when I read the article, I'm not convinced it wasn't him answering a different question and misrepresented, honestly. Like that's the way I read it. That's that's how it came across to me. I mean, maybe he was saying it in confidence, maybe because sure. like yeah. what he's what he said isn't it's not wrong to say what he said though, right? Because he's frustrated. And he's young and he (laughs) wants to play and he's played well at certain points this season. And you can argue maybe he's not given a fair shake in some of these rotations, right? There are guys on the team right now that are not playing well, right? (laughs) And they they keep getting minutes played. So, yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, the more like I I, I feel bad for the kid. I'm sure it goes both ways. I'm sure he's not doing things that Steve, like, like, I can tell you, I can tell you right now, they want him to be more aggressive fighting for rebounds the way Moses Moody is. And too often you, you get possessions where I don't know his, his head's in the cloud. I mean, he's young, he's not reading it. Like it just, it's just that's a, but that's also not how he plays, right? Like True. he's, he's feels like, uh, I mean, we, it, they're not the same. They're not the same. I'm not making the comparison, but sure. like Domin comes on and talks about AD, like just kind of losing rhythm. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't not involved the first six minutes. And I think that's the same thing with Kaminga where, you know he's so used to being being the best player that you know it's gonna get him. It needs like yeah, he five minutes, right? Like get yeah. in there, get in the flow of the game versus someone like Moody, who's been a role player all his life. I remember you told me didn't he play with Kate Cunningham and and Scotty Barnes? Like he's been a role player all his life, yeah. so he's coming in there. He knows what he's got to do. He's got like three jobs, man: hustle, rebound, play defense. Like that's it. Like he just comes in and just has to do like three things. He knows that versus Kaminga has always been a like let me get the ball in my hands, let me cook. And that's yeah. not, and that, and know. that's not it. And it's like I think what sucks is he's had such a productive second half of the season, not perfect, but absolutely finding a role in which he can help the team for twenty minutes a game. And he had a regression in round one, and now we're here. And you know, part of his inability to understand it is probably youth, but the other part of it, I'm just sitting here, I'm going like, I kind of get it. I kind of get why he's there. And like some of this is, I don't want to blame the Warriors, but like, yeah, dude, when you try to do five things at once, develop young kids, compete for a title, do all these things, like you better be prepared to deal with what goes with that. Otherwise, you're going to get these situations. Exactly. And uh, um, because, yeah, because like he, Do you think a 20-year-old has the same mindset as a 35-year-old Steph Curry? No. 
20 year old Steph didn't have the same mindset as 35 year old Curry and Steph was a super mature young player. So I don't know. These are, these are things they got to deal with, but I I honestly, I don't hold anything against him and I still think he can be productive for them in the playoffs in some capacity. Um, It's it's tough. I, I think, I think the only, I think the real, real blame I think here is on Steve Kerr and the coaching staff. They should have just tried to develop him in the regular season. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you can make an argument that he probably shouldn't be playing right now anyway. Like, you can convince me of that. I, I probably more err on that side. Like, I sure. probably agree on that, that he probably shouldn't be playing. But I do think the way that that they've tried to develop him this season has gone pretty poorly. You talked about him playing just 20 minutes. Why was he playing just 20 minutes, <laughs> right? Like, why Why wasn't he playing more in the regular season? And then the last thing, just the last thing on this, um, like, he's not James Wiseman, man. Like, he doesn't suck. He's actually good. Yes. He actually yes. could end up being a very good basketball player. So that's, they need to figure something out with this guy. Maybe not now, but they need yeah. to figure something out with this and guy. And that's honestly, I felt similarly about Moody. And I feel sure. similarly about Baldwin, something they're going to figure out next year. All those guys actually have NBA careers. I Number 33, I never saw it. These guys actually can play, and they need to figure out how they want to do that. Anyway, yep. yeah. rant right. over. We're back to the series. Yep. We got your Tatian on. Yo. What's up, man? Nothing much. Uh, I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm just happy that I don't have to get trolled by my girlfriend who's a Laker fan. So it's like, oh, um, yeah, it's you got a freer. I listen. I had I had one choice. I had a choice between either free her from the Dodgers hypnotism or the Lakers hypnotism. And I because I like baseball, I just said eh, it might be easier to convince her to be a Giants fan one of these days. Yeah, so, yeah. No, she shouldn't, she shouldn't be a Giants fan. There's, there's a better uh, thing out there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, in a couple of years. No, not right now when Mitch Hanniker is apparently the best player. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, um, a couple of things I noticed is like I love when the guards are kind of starting out in the paint and then going out like it's a Spain pick and roll because it's like the Lakers guards cannot don't have the foot speed. They don't have the IQ. They don't really have any positive assets in terms of guarding Steph or Clay off the ball. And so when you have them in the paint, you think it's going to be a top lock situation. But when you run up into the three point line, they're like three steps behind anyway. So it's like it's going to be a wide open shot regardless. Um, but the one thing that I am going to be curious, and it, I think it relates back to like Domin's point about trying to get AD involved, is like when is LeBron going to be? in the short role because I I think the foot matters when it comes to him not being on ball, but I think LeBron in the short role might unlock Anthony Davis, especially in game one. We saw Draymond a little bit paranoid with trying to stop a LeBron layup that let him dump off to AD for like, what? 300 layups in game one in the first half so it's like that's the one adjustment that i'm curious to see the lakers do in order to try to not only get 80 going but lebron going because i don't understand why if if ad can't get going then why is d'angelo russell in the game because he can't play make like lebron and he's not apparently a good enough shooter so that's yeah, no, all i got to say. no i i agree with you touch and i always appreciate the call and you know what 
I think I agree with Andy. I would have worked on the Warriors over the Giants aspect, but I can't blame you. I can't blame you, my man. You know, you got to make decisions. <laughs> you got to make decisions. Um, Listen, you know? she's a Kobe. She was a Kobe fan, so it's like it's going to be hard regardless. <laughs> true, true. The, yeah. the Dodgers don't really have a an equivalent iconic figure. Um, sorry, sorry, Clayton Kershaw. It's not the same. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, I, I I do feel like that's a question. Like, it's very clear the Lakers want to use guys like D'Lo and Schroeder as like innings eaters, so they don't have to wear LeBron down. Um, as a ball handler, and and like I just, I think at some point they're just going to be like, <laughs> Bron, I don't know how many miles you have, but you're, we're going to need you to do the Cleveland thing for two games, three games, because. I don't think they can beat the Warriors playing him off ball the way they're playing him right now. And I think the last point, especially when it relates to the CBA, mm-hmm. it's like you don't have enough young guys to pick up the slack as what LeBron can at his peak. And not Austin Reeves because we, we I think we see in the first two games that he's kind of fake in a playoff setting against the Warriors specifically. Against someone like Memphis who are frauds, as we all know, they're going to allow him to get a bunch of different free throws, a bunch of open looks. So it's going to be real challenging for the Lakers to find anyone other than LeBron to eat up a lot of the on-ball possessions and whether or not it's directly in pick and roll as the handler or the short roll. They don't really have those guys now or in the future. And as it relates to like Moses Moody or whatnot, mm-hmm. if you don't have, if you don't develop your guys to put B 16 game players from the jump, you're kind of screwed when you have such a top heavy roster. So it's going to be interesting to see the Lakers and especially the Warriors when it comes to like Joku and Moody and Poole. Which is why, which is why I think these two dudes, Steph and LeBron, they know like this might be the last shot at it. Like it doesn't, like there is no, you you watching the Eastern conference. Are you watching the Suns and the, and the, like there's no team out there where you're going, Oh my God, like, how are we going to be? There there is no next Warriors. Like, it, like forget the Suns. The Nuggets are legit. Uh, the Kings are legit in a couple of years. I don't. I think don't even next... know if the Kings are legit. Like that's the thing. Like I, I said, the like... Kings are are going to be fine in two years, not next year. They're probably going to see some regression. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I. I don't know if I buy into Vivek hitting all the right buttons. I, I see, <laughs> hey, that's I, fair. But I hey, I Fox man, he he got all the right stuff to be great. So Fox, Fox, I believe in Keegan Murray. I believe in. Um, the Sacramento Kings organization. Eh, good to see more than one year, my guys. <laughs> fair, fair. I uh, appreciate you, Tachi. Have a great evening. Um, all right, we got we're gonna end it here. We got we got the closer, you know, call calling him in. Bring him in. Bring in the righty. Bring in the righty. Love <laughs> it. Love it. We'll see. We'll see what I got left in the tank. Um got a couple things there. Um, hey, LeBron's not worried about the CBA because that guy punts teams. That's how he gets around the CBA. He just punts to a new team. It's almost been four years anyways. So, like, he's already got a master plan figured out. I ain't worried about that guy. So the, the Lakers aren't even going to be a problem in a year. Um, that being said, the Lakers need to come up with some type of answer. I don't know why they're not playing Beasley and why they're insisting on putting lesser shooters out there like Reeves and and um, our guy Vanderbilt. You know, obviously, for defense, they have another. But, but D'Lo and, and Shoot aren't great shooters either. They're not. They're not, right? And they have some shooters on their bench, and they just 
don't play them. Um, so that's probably going to be their counter for either game three or game four if Darvin Hand can figure it out, and I don't trust that he can figure it out, which is great news for us because we're going to sweep their ass down there. It's freaking awesome. It looks like we've kind of figured some things out. And um, one other thing I just wanted to point out, thanks for pointing out all the C.J. Holmes stuff. I've, if he was talented, I would have called that a hit piece, but because he's not, it's just an amateur piece of garbage. And I just can't believe he published that. And that the Chronicle even bothered to put it out there completely horseshit yeah, that was and cool. you know it's just what the heck uh the kid the kids of course he's gonna be upset i would be pissed if he wasn't upset if he was just sitting there like james was like oh i don't know what's going on yeah be pissed come out there have some attitude that's what we freaking want yeah show some heart and that's what the Warriors showed tonight with some freaking heart. They didn't just lay down there just because we lost the game. We came out and we just smacked the Lakers in the face, and that's what we're going to do in game three. That's what we're going to do in game four. And we're going to walk away with this in game five. And the same thing I said at the beginning, we're going to win this in five. It's going to happen because we're winning the next three games because we have this figured out, not completely figured out, but, hey, we have it to a way that we know how to attack them now, right? We know to spread them out. We got a little lucky with JMG getting hot tonight. Hopefully we have similar answers down in L.A. I think we do. We should all be stoked about it. And let's all celebrate in Game 5 when we stomp on stomp on their throat to end this thing. Later, guys. McWalters, McWalter. the perfect closer. Appreciate you. I expect you back after every game of the series. <laughs> have a great evening, my man. Hey, Sam, before oh. we get out of here, actually, can I, can I do a thing for 30 seconds? Yeah. Um, Dude, Steve Kerr, I think, gets a lot of slander from me um, and, and and a lot of just, people. Just you, not me, though. Yeah, yeah, just me. Um, <laughs> he is one of the best coaches in the NBA. I mean, it is without yeah. a doubt. And I don't think I say that enough. Um, I think you would probably rather have Eric Spolstra at one. But beyond that, I saw Jason Maples tweet out that, is it just Spo and Steve Kerr at the top in the NBA? Uh, it may be Greg Popovich, but he hasn't coached an important game in a decade. So I would probably have Steve Kerr at number two, and I think a lot of what he did tonight was really gutsy, right? Yeah. Special. He doesn't have the most talented team anymore in the NBA, so he, you can't say that about Steve Kerr, right? So I thought it was really cool, man. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA. So Do it, do it with G-leaguers like Spo. Not impressed till then. Why no. is Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome not out there getting <laughs> buckets? You know what I mean? You're right, and like the only thing I want to tie on to that is – two organizations that are rigidly stable and don't give up their principles. And it drives me insane. And it honestly, it drives me insane with like Kuminga not playing Correct. who I think should play, Correct. but you know what? Right or wrong. They're not willing to bend for players. Miami let LeBron James walk because they weren't willing to bend. And you can argue about that, but I think Miami is going to be able to win a title well before Cleveland will. I think Miami is going to be able to win a title well before the Lakers will after LeBron. Like there is something to be said for standing for something on some ways. Um, and I think that ties into it a little bit, but shout out Steve Kerr. Great game. The Jermichael, when you put Jermichael in there, I'm like, I, I think it's going to work. I think, I think Steve's a madman. He's going to get his problem. You did say, by the way, you did say you texted back and said, Jamichael's making three threes tonight. And <laughs> I mean, there you go. Oh, should I, should I leak? Should I leak the chat dialogue? I, mean, I, will, I will post the text. Like it is right in front of me. It was special, and I'm just sitting here like, all right. Sam. You said six attempts, so I'll give you credit. <laughs> now, now we're now we're just now we're just jerking each other off. So it's time to go. Um, all right, all right we out of here. Saturday Appreciate night. everyone.
Ring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.